Hey, welcome to part two. <laughs> All right. Part two. Part this two. is our first part two. This is our first part two. Wow, way to go. Yeah. yeah we we're could getting go, too big for our own safety. I know. <laughs> we could go on a real long rant about why we're doing a part two right now. But then yeah, it make okay. this transition um, really awkward, so we won't. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so we had one other question off of Facebook. Um, so the team had quality players and minimal injuries. Well, that's somewhat debatable, but um, – was Laura Harvey the best choice for coach? Uh, which is a that 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 was my dad's question, and that, that's a semi hot take. Um, I I don't know, and again, I'm I'm no like super women's soccer expert, but I mean, she was available and willing, and I don't know how many better coaches you're going to find out there than you know if you can get a Laura Harvey to be your coach for your first year. That's pretty awesome. Um, I don't think there was anything wrong with her as a coach that led to anything we saw personally. It was just, you know, new team getting a roster together, mixing in the new players, all that stuff, you know, um, a, a style, like, I don't care who you are as a coach, you know, even, even Pep Guardiola didn't get Manchester city playing the way he wanted the first season he was there. Uh, you know, the second season, look out, you know, they're, they're incredible right now, but it doesn't matter. You know, a system takes time and a, and a coaching style takes time to get a player, a group of players behind. So, um, I'm personally behind Laura all the way for next year and think she'll, she'll have a pretty good grasp on what she needs to adjust. And then, you know, they'll hit training camp hard and really lock down what she wants to see out of them and be a better team next year. I would agree. I definitely think it's tough to go into a first season, although, yes, you can say Kansas City, you know, they came from Kansas City, they're all a team. But when you look at it, there's also a lot of new pieces that she had to implement. And I think asking for a new team to be incredible first season is just not realistic, and especially the NWSL where there's so many changes every season. So I think, although there's always things that I'm sure Lara herself would admit she wants to change, I don't think after – finishing in fifth place in our first season, we can be calling for anybody else to come in. I think we need to give Lara at least another season to kind of, you know, make it her team and get everybody back and, you know, and see what happens next year before we start calling for a new coach. Yeah. Yeah. I think Laura Harvey will be the Arson Wenger of Utah Royals. I'm not even kidding. I think she will. Hot take. <laughs> hot take indeed. I thought it was such a hot take that I thought I lost you both. <laughs> such a hot take. That's it. Well, <laughs> okay. I guess that works. <laughs> All right. Um, so we got we got Twitter questions too? We do have some Twitter questions. Lay it on. For sure. Let me find them. Gosh, I'm so unprepared and unprofessional and just awful. <laughs> we do what we can, y'all. We do what we can. Um, hey, hey, don't forget that we're still, even if we're the only one, we're still the best Royals FC podcast <laughs> out there, no matter what you do. We will always be the best one. We'll That's always be true. the first because we were the first number one. Best. Man, I feel like... Definitely. 
like uh, a certain politician out here just like taunting or not, not taunting, <laughs> touting our achievements. We're so incredible. Yes. Everybody love us. Yes, 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 yes. No other options. Only love us. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, Stockton asks, what are your feelings about finally learning my name? It was cool. I actually met Stockton at the last game. Nice dude. Nice, nice. dude. Yeah. Uh, he was recently on the round table that we did for Sub yeah. Uh Cool guy. Cool guy. Um, so the rest of the questions are sort of kind of followed the same route as to what players do we think will walk? What players do you think will stick around? Um, but first and foremost, before we get to that, uh, so we have a question from at CP23TH17. So, I wonder who her favorite, that, right. yeah. that favorite player is. Well, it's clearly Tobin Heath. So. Oh, of course. Because, you know, TH17. Yeah. Just kidding. No, th- thanks for listening to the show. Um, so do you guys think Kristen is going to stick around next season, or will Harvey trade her to hopefully replenish our non-existent draft picks? So two things. Um, Harvey is not a draft coach. Uh, She never has been, never will. She will trade away every draft pick we have till 2030, be that a good plan or a bad, a bad plan um, to, I guess, get in the direction that she wants to go. And that's fine uh, because I think especially um, given how good BYU women's soccer is and how that um, sort of project that they have going on is going to hopefully turn into a full blown academy I am, I guess, unsure as to the absolute need for draft picks. I can see maybe the next few years, but that's clearly not Harvey's style. But even in the future, I think that we'll have a pretty solid pipeline coming through. Um, yeah, and, and, and if you – if sorry, if, if, if you add to that like what the Arizona group is doing, like they are full-on wearing – like they used to just wear um, – uniforms with the RSL logo on them or the RSL Arizona logo. And those girls down in Arizona now have Utah Royals crests on their jerseys. And those kids are being brought up as future NWSL professionals, which is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. I I love that so much. And a bunch of them came up here and came to a game and did some training up here at the academy. And yeah, that's going to develop into hopefully, you know, an academy of their own might be in the works and like all that stuff. Like we're going to be the, the kind of the template in, in America for building your own talent and not needing the draft, uh, which is, you know, that's what the world market looks like. That's what most clubs do. There aren't colleges in other countries, and I mean there are, but they don't play soccer and um, and draft into their professional leagues. They come up through academies as kids and then play for their teams. So, yeah, I'm not scared about um, you know losing all of our draft picks. And honestly, I'm I don't I mean unless there's something we don't know, which you don't we don't, we never know everything from outside, but. I think Kristen really likes it here. She does. Um, She's not you know, going anywhere. When you, when you talk about like – like I just remember like when we talked to Trey on the show and he was telling us how like she, she hadn't been with the team for that long at that time when they had the, the international break and they were going to miss um, a game. 
and two weeks into being a Royal, she was already like, I don't want to go to the national team like a day early and miss a game with this team. Like that says so much about what this team is and, and what an opportunity it is for players. So I think they're all going to be pretty hesitant to give it up. Um, There's a couple I could think of that might um, for one reason or another, but um, you know, like we, we probably won't see Torsness back. Um, I wouldn't be terribly surprised if Labonta played somewhere else next year, uh, but I could just be that could just be my personal feeling. Yeah, no, um, she's she's coming back. We oh okay, yeah. that's cool. Um, you know there there's been you know is is Nicole Barnhart going to retire? You know this year you know, we don't know stuff like that. But um, but outside of that, I mean, I can't imagine you know wanting to walk away from like the fan base and the facilities and those sweet robes that we have to make sure we always mention because <laughs> they were just so cool. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think she stays. I think press stays for sure. Yeah. She Same. is definitely a fan of being here. Although I think though, that there is something to be said uh, concerning if LA opens up a team <laughs> because the second LA opens up a team, you know, she's she's from L.A., she loves the area, and yeah. L.A. is a huge market, and they're going to have a lot of money, regardless. Definitely. Uh, so That's one thing that kind of worries me, is who, who will leave and want to go there, and L.A. is probably just going to end up stacked, because everybody will want to go there. Yeah. yeah. Although, what else is really interesting, that we're not accustomed to in Utah at all, at all, um, is that when you look at it, we're actually like a big market team in the NWSL. We're a huge market team in the NWSL, given the facilities and everything. And players, frankly, want to come play here. Uh, That's the bottom line. Yeah, really. That's true. Um, And, and, you know, the thing about LA, though, like at least, at least as the league stands right now, like money is not like they can have all the money they want. But that's not an issue to NWSL players because they're not going to get any of it for one thing because of the the salary cap, and and even somebody like Press, she's getting paid by U.S. Soccer, not her club. So um, it's not like they can lure her over there by saying, "Oh, we're going to give you, you know, on a hundred thousand more than than what Utah is giving you." So I mean, if, if we lose her to an LA team, it'll just because that's where she wants to be, not because they're. At least there's that going for us right now that they can't say we're going to pay you more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and also with that in mind, I mean, because we are a big market team, we can attract someone to replace her. Like, Sure. Because of the facilities, that's a huge advantage that we have. You know, uh, when you talk about some of the RSL signings that we had, it's like, oh, yeah, no, the academy facility is amazing. It's one of the reasons that drew me here. Because it's mm-hmm. it's it's world class, you know, um, and just the treatment of the, the players, the uh, you know, the whole organization top to bottom has sort of a professional, you know, it's it's professional, and it's so awful to say, but in many places, that's not a bar that is being met mm-hmm. of pro- professionalism, and we meet that, and so people want to play here, you know, I. You know, Sam Johnson asked to get traded here. So, yeah, you know, stuff that we we got to keep in mind. 
uh, you know, Kristen Brass turned out offers in a lot of different places to come play here. Um, and that's just in the first season. So yeah, we have a lot of attractive things here. So I am not, I am not uh, concerned at all about us being able to attract top talent. At least the way that the, the league is now. Um, so extending on the rest of that question, um, so we'll actually split this into two parts. Because uh, one, I wanna, I want us to talk about the players that we think might leave just because, and then we should talk about. I guess just the implications that could occur if an expansion team does come, so with an expansion draft. Um, but so in terms of players who we get the feeling might not be back next year, uh, I'll let you two talk about that first, and then I'll give my thoughts, if that's cool. Yeah. Sure. Um, well, I mean, if you've actually heard Lobonta say, like, she's not going anywhere, then that, that blows all my theories and speculations out of the water. Like, I, I thought, like, somehow, like, between that little snafu we had with making fun of her boyfriend and then, like, I don't know, maybe her playing time and everything else, so, like, she was done with Utah and had had it and was gonna, it was gonna leave, but, um... You know the the big unknowns are are uh, players that were injured all year, like like yeah. Laddish and Arlet. I mean, not that they that would break my heart if Mandy left, and I never got to see her play here. But um, you know, and and then like like I mentioned earlier, Barnhart possibly retiring. Um, Torsness uh, is probably pretty sure not to be back, but. I mean, other than that, I personally don't know, like, anybody else. I look down the roster, I've got it pulled up here, and I don't see anybody that I can believe wants to, to be somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how I was feeling, is I would be shocked if Torsness comes back. But other than that, there's no one that I'm looking, that I'm seeing. The only question I kind of have is, Brittany Ratcliffe because like I don't think she wants to leave mm. but the fact that she wasn't even making 18s at the end of the season kind of worried me a little bit but she's the only one other than Torsnes that I have any real questions about yeah that that's that's true and at her age and and we've seen obviously you know what she's capable of um I do I I would love to see her be here or anywhere else you know she needs to play consistently does need to play. And, and be impacting a team. So that would be a hard one to see happen, but I mean, most of them would be. So yeah. uh, I never want to lose. Like there, there are players on, um, you know, all my other favorite soccer teams that I'm like, eh, if they left, yeah, that's okay. But, um, the Royals are all pretty great. So yeah. I don't want to see it happen, but I don't want to see her spend, you know, I mean, she's approaching that, that fabled prime area of, you know, of her career. And she needs minutes and, and a chance to prove herself. So. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. You, you know, I get that vibe too. And I love Brittany. And so it makes me so sad, the thought of her leaving. But, you know, like like you said, that she hasn't been making the team. Uh, when she is on the bench, she's not getting subbed in. She is just not getting minutes. And frankly, I don't know what happened, but something happened. And Taylor Lytle just must have done a 180. I don't know if it was in practice or whatever. Because she was not playing at all. And then, boom, she was playing a ton. 
Same with mm-hmm. Lola Blanta. You know, she went a long time without playing, and then boom, she was getting a ton of minutes, and Erica Timrak was getting less. So, you know, we don't know what's that, what that is based upon, but you sort of just have to assume that that type of, like, that it's something that will continue because that's how the season ends, you know. So I would not be completely shocked to see her go. I wouldn't want to see her go, but I wouldn't be completely shocked. Uh, I also wouldn't be super shocked to see Gory go. I don't know why, but there's just a vibe there. Uh, let me reiterate, so I d- actually like don't have any insider information or anything. I just do a uh, ridiculous amount of research, and you know, I know some of the players sort of, and so just by like reading the vibes, reading the energy, reading what I feel, I can say pretty confidently that I don't think that Lola Bonta will go anywhere. Uh, now, that doesn't mean that, like, I've talked to Deloitte Hansen and he said, oh, no, you know, she's not going anywhere. You know, I don't know that for sure. But, like, those are just the feelings that intuitively I get. And, you know, historically, I feel like I've been pretty good on that on those types of things. Just to clarify. So, I'm not, like, a, you know, I'm a magician magician or anything. Gosh, I can't talk today. You can't, you can't see the future. Yeah. Yeah. I can't see the future. That'd be cool. If I could see the future, uh, maybe I could go forward in time and I could stop, you know, all the stuttering that I do before I do. (laughs) That'd be awesome. Um, so I'm pretty confident that low, low won't go anywhere. Um, I also going back to this whole injury thing, I would not be surprised to see Alex Arlett go, uh, which also makes me sad. I wouldn't be surprised to see Laddish go. Um, Mackenzie Don- uh, Doniak, I think, is sort of a different story because if she wasn't in the long-term plan, she wouldn't have been involved in the trade. You wouldn't think. Yeah, you wouldn't think. I mean, you never know, but uh, unless there's some weird rule that we don't know about where like a... Any player involved in trade, there has to be another player involved in it. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I would I would be surprised to see her gone. Um, originally, when I was thinking about how to answer this question, I was thinking that I wouldn't be shocked to see Sydney Maramontes leave the club. But she's the youngest player on the club. And if we're being honest, you know, Becca Moros, you know, uh, Kelly... You know, um, Corsi, well, I guess not Corsi, but, you know, Becky, they're all in their 30s. Like, there's not going to be that many more years. And with Sydney being, I think, 23 or 24, and she's been good, I don't think that that's something that the club lets go. I think it uh, becomes sort of a grooming for her to take that spot in the long term. And that would be a test. Oh, go ahead. ahead. I was just going to say, plus she's fallen in love with that cookie place in downtown, so I don't see her wanting oh, to leave. Sure, for sure. <laughs> and there's another one. We got to get her hooked so that she stays. No, um, yeah, no, she's she she's a very good player, and I mean, yeah, she just needs that like a little bit more of seasoning mm-hmm. in there. But I mean, these are great people. If if she's patient enough to say, I can wait and and learn from these players, and then and then take my chance when they move on. Um, you know, here would be just as, you know, as good of a place as any, if not better. Uh, 
I'd like to see her stay. I like her as a player. Yeah, agreed. Me too. Hmm. So. All right. Was the season a success? Um. Well, yeah. When I when I gave my take on the soapbox soapbox article, I I said yes, um, and I said you know you do have to kind of look past the record and and then not making the playoffs because that's of course the goal of any professional sports team anywhere in the world. Like I don't care if you already know preseason, you're the worst team out there. Like your goal is still to win a bunch of games and you know, either be your league champion or make the playoffs or whatever it is. Like that's why you're playing is to compete and win. Um, so outside of that, I mean, what wasn't a win about getting a professional women's soccer team in Utah and seeing the logo and how cool it is and seeing the uniforms and how much we love them and getting all these amazing players who are so, open and friendly with us and and having the team do all the things that they've done to involve the fans and and just like everything is cool like the, the first season it's just like everything was great you know yeah we didn't get the results we wanted but outside of that i mean i don't i didn't see a thing wrong uh, except maybe not getting those last few games on tv like that was our our down spot mm-hmm. um so I just I loved everything, and I think you know the the attendance numbers we put up to be second in the league in our first season to have um, an average attendance of over nine thousand, and and the fact that our our worst attended home match of the season was had more people at it than the league average. Yeah, like people supported women's soccer at a professional level. From nothing to we will go watch this, and and that was fantastic. So I'm super proud of everything the team has done, and I'm excited that we get to keep doing it next year. Did you I... want me to go ahead, Virgil? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> okay, yeah, I was. That's kind of how I was feeling. Is I there, I see all these people on Twitter and people on Instagram and all these things saying how the season wasn't a success. And I just, I don't know personally how you can look at that season and say it wasn't a success. Like, sure. We want to win, you know, a couple more games, make the playoffs. Sure. We want to score more goals, but just looking at what Utah has done to help grow the league as a whole in just one season to me is what's, what's more important. It's almost to me more important than sure. I would have loved to be watching the Royals play this weekend against whoever Portland. But to me, I just like to see that we made some money for this league. Even, you know, it might not be a ton, but we got 9,000 people to our games and we got all these players a chance to play and we gave them an opportunity to continue to do what they love. To me, it's more important to be making the impact on the lives of these players and the lives of the fans in Utah to get to support a team like this, even if we missed out on the playoffs by like two points or whatever it ended up being. That's at least in my opinion, what's what matters more than the soccer side of it. I got to clap for that. I won't, but I (laughs) will mentally clap. I know. I was just thinking it might sound weird with the recording. Oh, well, I just did it anyways. Yeah, no, I agree with that so much. I mean, not making the playoffs is a bummer, but the like community value and the community roots that it has established 
so much more. So, so much more important. At least that's my take. That's, that's my take on it. I would definitely agree. It's, I mean, it's tough, you know, especially in Utah, we always want to win and we don't win a lot out here, Mm -hmm. but we, we got to give 20 girls another, a chance to play another season of their dream. And we got to give however many little girls and the fans, they got to watch their, their team play women's soccer at a professional level. Like it's, it's more important sometimes to, to make that community impact than it is to make the playoffs, even though I'm sure we'd all love to have made the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And I think the standard that we've set this season, I think it's going to push teams like sky blue to have to do better. Exactly. It made a huge push. And if Utah can do this in their first season, why can't Sky Blue do it in in their next one, you know, or why can't around the league even as a whole be better? Yeah. 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 And and since we brought that up, I'll just throw in there, you know, the the pretty the pretty serious call out of the Cloud Nine supporters group there that they are you know, actively pursuing the idea of not renewing their season tickets until their general manager steps down and, and good for them. I mean, we, we went off on that whole episode about what's wrong there and clearly he's a big part of the problem. So, you know, I mean, that would hurt. I can't even imagine being in a situation where you think about not going to watch your team play in order to affect change with your team. And, and I've been harsh on people who have, you know, over, relatively very minor things like all the people who said don't buy season tickets until Jeff Kassar gets fired as real Salt Lake's coach. Like I can't, I, I was like, no, we have to support the team, but like what sky blues dealing with though, if that's what it takes, like, yeah, good for them, you know, and I hope they get what they need out there. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree. I agree with that. Um, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, anyways, going back to the other thing we were going to talk about is so the ever present reality of the expansion draft. So, yeah. So even if, you know, there's a world where, you know, we may not cut any players. It may just be a matter of who do we protect and who do we not? Because there's a very realistic possibility that there could be a team in LA. Um, in fact, we know we know that there was a very serious consideration of an NWSL team in Vancouver as a subset of the Vancouver Whitecaps, and that fell apart at like the very last minute. So who knows what else is in the works? But yeah. if there's another expansion draft, you know, you bet that we're gonna lose at probably at least two two to three players, high possibility of even more than that due to that, if that happens. So who knows, honestly, you know, who knows? Yeah. Something I I don't like thinking about, but um, yeah, it happens. Oh, the other question, the other question that I got um, in the DMs, is so like what players are sticking around in Utah for the season? So I'm pretty sure that the national team players are going to be going to wherever they're from. Uh, I know that that's probably going to be true of, you know, Press, Rodriguez, Sarah Brun, um, all those folks. Uh, Kelly's and, already in Atlanta. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hanging out, hanging out at home. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure every player is going to go home for at least a couple weeks and do their own thing, and then uh, come back here and I know get a start on pre-training. We'll talk about what players those are in a minute. Um, but definitely the national team players are going to be with the national team. They're probably going to do their uh, their fitness, their off-season fitness with the national team as well, would be what I would imagine. Um, you know, other folks are just going to, like, where their families are. I know uh, Erica Timrak is with her family in Florida. I know Samantha Johnson is, I'm pretty sure, with her family. I think it's her family. Maybe she's just on vacation in Arizona. Um but, you know, folks are going to where they're from. Like like we said earlier, you know, Desiree Scott is in Winnipeg um, doing her thing with summer camp. And then, you know, they'll come back for preseason. Uh, and then obviously there's going to be a, a large portion of folks who, as we talked about earlier, are probably going to go to Australia. Um, but I know for a fact, though, that there are some players who are, you know, going for a week or two, or maybe even a month, but they're going to do, or they're going to spend the majority of the off season in Utah. I know Erica Timrak's one of those, and I assume there will probably be others. Um, also, we're gonna, I love Erica. Oh, I know, me too. By the way, we're <laughs> going to get her on the show again soon. Uh, maybe she will be the long term replacement for Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> she just comes every week. Yeah, that would be huh. so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I still need to go hang out with their dog. Oh, I want to meet all of their dogs. I was kind of I, hoping they'd bring them to the pups at the pitch the other night, but then nobody did. Uh, that was kind of so cool. I saw like two little dogs on campus today. It made my day. Uh, yeah, yes. dogs are great. <laughs> Tangents. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it's kind of it's kind of like side note, not funny that we keep talking about tangents because I'm in a calculus class and so <laughs> I, I'm dealing with calculating derivatives and tangent lines and they kind of scare me right now but oh, gross. Uh, <laughs> gross is that what you said yeah. yeah but 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 no ta- but no tangents are kind of like if we ever had to pick a different name for other than you know Royals FC show we could just call it the tangent show and be good because we, we specialize in that love it we should do that Put it in Tangent uh, FC. Tangent FC. Yeah. Yeah. Or put it like a parentheses, aka, or italicize it. Something. We might have to. We might we have should make to, that the title of the article. I was. Just, I was going to say, yeah. The I think this episode just got, got called Tangents. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Um. So definitely look out for interviews with Erica Tamarack coming up. We're going to release an interview that Cindy did with Abby Smith back in, like, July. And <laughs> Come on, Cindy. I got my article with her back. I, I talked to her at the Meet the Team night about it. I told her, hey, Cindy says hi. And she's like, Cindy Lara? And I'm like, yeah. And she was like, she, I mean, she, she didn't explicitly say when when is the article going to be posted. But she definitely said that, oh, I haven't heard from her in forever. <laughs> oh no! Like, but how cool is that? That like they remember names and they you know now like again that's just what's so awesome about like go support these players because they love us. Yeah, they know who we are. I remembered reading a story about um, about Ratcliffe 
and there was a guy I was I was talking to online, and he's like, "Oh, yeah, she. We met her when she was playing. You know, like she was visiting on the visiting team, and she stopped and talked to my kids. And then two years later, we ran into her again, and she still knew my kids' names and said hi to them. That's crazy. It's like, so cool. Like, yeah, they're so cool. Yeah. yeah. And, I heard a good I heard a good story today. A lady on Twitter said she renewed her season tickets and she also knows for a fact she got twelve new people to get season tickets. Oh Mary. Next. Yeah. Yeah. So well, like more of that, please. Yeah, for sure. Come come out to the riot and hang out with us. It's fun. Yeah. It's a party. You, you know, the so, organization is so cool. I was talking with Marcus. And so he knows Deloitte, and Deloitte calls his daughters by name. Yeah, it's awesome. it's 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 so freaking. I cool. thought you meant Deloitte calls his own daughters by name, and I was like, I'd hope. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused for a second there. It's like, is that parenting? <laughs> got it. Figured it out. I got oh, it. Oh man, that is so <laughs> funny. The pronoun game. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh man, that That's is awesome. so funny. Um, other folks are going to get on, hopefully. Uh, I need to look into it and how to do it. And, uh, going to try to get Brooke Elby on in the off season just to talk, catch up a bit. Huh. That would be cool. Um, definitely want to get EJ Proctor on. And I would love to hear her mom. Her. Uh, not just because, you know, they, they played for Utah, but they support and listen to the show as well, which is pretty cool. Her mom's really cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For a handful of times. Yeah, she's pretty awesome. Um, And then we're going to try to get Trey on. I mean, that will definitely happen. I probably shouldn't say try, um, because I can probably just be like, hey, Trey, Trey, I want to get on a show. And be like, yeah, I'm here. Uh, So Mm -hmm. that'll be cool. Um, Also want to try to get some of the RSL show guys on. And my goal is, so I did not do nearly as many fan interviews as I had wanted to when we first started. And now that the show has sort of picked up and we have more of them, we have a bunch of people who are interested in doing fan interviews. But the problem is now that I'm back in school, I don't have a lot of time to do the fan interviews. Uh, But I'm going to try to get back up on that. And we're going to try to get around to some people. We've already got four or five people who are... Or just waiting for me to be like, hey, let's do this. Uh, so sorry for sucking and being awful uh, hey, in that respect. We're busy people. It's okay. Yeah, we are busy people. We are busy Plus, people. Since since we're talking about potential guests of the show, too, like you got a pretty strong verbal commitment from uh, assistant coach Scott Parkinson to be on. That's where we like, were going. If, if, we can, if we can work that out and then like – Maybe even Laura someday too. Like that would be sweet. Yeah, there's so many cool, exciting things coming up, y'all. So stay tuned. Uh, there's no need to sleep during the off season. Nope. Sleep is for the week. Yeah, sleep is That's for right. the week. As I says, don't sleep. They hunt. Yeah, it's funny that that you say sleep is for the week. As I'm have literally prepared to pull an all nighter tonight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just to I'm catch up like, on all the I things need to I go need to finish do. the rest of my sleep before I have to go to work at one in the morning. <laughs> it's okay. Um, We're good. On that note, we should probably shut up now. Okay. Um, but thanks for listening to the RSL show. I mean, oh my gosh.
Oh wow! I need sleep. I need sleep. No! Oh my gosh! Why am I allowed to do this? Um, That's gonna fire you soon. Because somebody has to, and it's us. This has been the most embarrassing show in my life. Just all the. The stuttering and the words and that. It's okay. Wow. We'll survive. Yeah. Well well done me. Well done me. Um, Forgot what I was going to say. Sold to go to the next thing. Just going to close out. You were going to say this is the Royals FC show. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, that is what I was going to say. What I was trying to say. Thanks, Ryan. Really appreciate it there. Um, I got you. Appreciate it, man. Um, so players have been doing this sort of thank you thing they've been doing on social media and I know other fans have as well, but honestly, it's been amazing. And I think everyone who's been a part of this project can echo that. And so thank you to Mm -hmm. the players. I, I know that one or two may occasionally pop in for an episode here and there and just listen to a little bit. So, in the 1% chance that one of you have made it this far to listen to this episode, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for uh, loving our city and representing Utah. And, you know, giving us, you know, not only just giving us entertainment, but, you know, doing all the volunteer you all, all the volunteer work that, you know, you do at the shelters and just all the general community service. It's amazing. There's been nothing like it. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I was, I was super excited about the, you know, just having a team to begin with. Never thought it would turn into, I knew I wanted to write about the team. I didn't think it would turn into being on a show like this and and all the things we've got to do as part of that. And, um, it's just, been really so much fun and i'm so proud of the, the team and and everything they've done and just can't wait to keep it going and be part of it into the future and see what happens next year uh, like we said preseason can't start soon enough and we'll get all the ladies back in town and and do this all again because we'll miss it but um appreciate everybody and everything that's that's been a part of this so far and can't wait to keep going all right, your turn to cry, Megan. My turn to cry? Oh, but I've only been on, like, two episodes, so I don't know if I can, like, yell too much into it. But definitely, even just from a Soapbox standpoint of it, it's been so fun for me. I've already been with Soapbox for, like, ten months now. I started in November, which is crazy to me. But just growing with this team and, like, writing for this team has been such a fun experience this, this season and just getting to meet not only all of the writers, but to get to meet this team and just – grow as uh, kind of as a team even though like they're just players and they probably don't really care what we do but you know it's just kind of been fun to to grow and see where we've gone as a as a like website and also as a team and just kind of really really sad that it's over well I mean not over forever but over for the season you know yeah never say die yeah we're not dead yet oh man this just got super emotional and (laughs) Cindy is missing out. Hold it in, man. Hold it in. Yeah. You're almost done. You're almost done. Yeah, we're almost done. Uh, no, I should probably edit this and get working on this 10-page paper and yeah, everything else that I need to do. Um, anyways, yeah. everybody, thank you for listening to the Royals FC show. There we go, Ryan. Yes. 
I know. Landed it. Nailed it. Um, No, but seriously, thanks for listening, guys, especially as we've gone through this process of, like, changing platforms for all the diehards who stick with us and are listening to the full, I don't know, hour and 40 minutes, however long these two episodes are going to be together. Yeah, I know. It's been awesome. Um, Anyways, hey, take care, y'all. We will see you next week.